If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We've got a bunch of people on hold, and it's always fun. It's always, I always say it's always such a crapshoot with this show because I never know who's going to call, let alone what they're going to ask and what spirit's going to respond. So that's what makes it so much fun. And let's go right to the phones. Our first caller is Karen. Hi, Karen. Hey, Julie. How are you? I'm good. I'm trying to get off the speaker here. Okay, there we go. So Okay, good. I am good. AAT student, and I love her class, and I actually have started my own intuitive business. So it's a wonderful class, and you guys should all take it. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. I promise I didn't ask her to say that or pay her for it. Right, Karen? <laughs> no, she did not. <laughs> I am in Tucson, Arizona. Tucson. All right. Got a question for me? Yeah. All right. So you know, I broke my radius bone on uh, right hand in end of February. I've yeah. had ended up having some carpal tunnel from the trauma. Um, so I would like you to use, like zap on that nerve, but they also want me to get an EMG nerve test on Tuesday. I'm getting a no. I shouldn't do that. I would like to know if you get the same. EMG nerve test on your right hand and wrist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect Karen 
in Tucson. And how I do that, everybody, especially those of you who are first-time listeners, is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So I raise my vibrational level. I'm going to watch a laser beam in my mind's eye go from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into Karen in Tucson. And then I'm going to have a hologram of her in my mind's eye. And it'll be as if I'm looking at an x-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. So something will be identified. And then immediately thereafter, there will be some type of energetic healing. Now, Karen, you know better than anybody because you you're a graduate of my class that my analogies oftentimes are really hilarious and honest to god that's just how they come into my head and and they come in in analogies so that i can give you a frame of reference for what it is i'm seeing and a frame of reference for the healing that's happening that's taking place because if you can envision the healing it's going to help integrate it into your body so here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading out to Tucson. All right. Got you. All right. Yeah. It, you're still inflamed. Your wrist is still inflamed. Does it hurt still? Um, it is, it's still sore. I mean, my PT said just from the trauma, there's still inner swelling, and that's why I'm having some of the carpal tunnel issue. Which is right. clearing up, though. The symptoms are lessening and getting a lot better. It's like right. 50% better already. Right. Yeah. So inflammation looks like red fog on body parts. And I use anti-inflammatory energy, which is royal blue color, to calm it down. The bone looks really good, Karen. It's healing beautifully. The The nerves that are going through there are looking a little frayed. So I'm putting stem cell energy on them. Stem cell energy is a light amber colored gel, has sparkles in it because it's woo-woo. And you got to have sparkles with woo-woo. And it has a watery consistency to it. It reminds me of Dippity-Doo, the old-fashioned hair gel. When you and I were growing up yeah. in the 60s and 70s, yeah. that was big then. <laughs> and there's a vortex that's spinning above your wrist that's going to re help regenerate that nerve. Is it in Karen's best interest to get a, an EMG this week on the nerve in her wrist? I get wait two months. Yeah, I got that too. I got that too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I get wait two months. Great. I, I think the fact that it's healing, hopefully this energetic healing will integrate easily. It'll help you heal and you won't have any symptoms. And if you don't have any symptoms, then you, you don't need the test because you won't need any surgery. Right. Yeah. So I hope that helps. Yeah. Hope you feel It'll better. Be it does. Always a, a treat lot. to get Thank to talk you to you. Me. I love you. Love you too, honey. Bye-bye. All righty. Let's go to Adriana next. Let me find you here. There you are. Hi, Adriana. How are you? I'm terrific. How are you? I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much for taking my call. Oh, well, thanks for joining us. Where are you located? Uh, in San Jose, California. Do you know the way to San Jose? My That's grandson's right. 
when they were little, used to call that the whoa, whoa, whoa song because you know how it goes, whoa, 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 (laughs) whoa. And the first time I played that in the car for them, oh my God, they laughed so hard. So they just refer to that as the whoa, whoa, whoa song. Fun. fun. Well, you got a question for me? I do. It's about my pet, Ginger. Um, she, I'm trying to relieve some of her allergies, and today she was expressing some um, aggressive behavior. So I was wondering if you could help me relieve some of her allergies, give me some recommendations, and maybe find out why she's behaving so aggressively towards a certain type of dog. Is she a dog? Yes, she's a dog. Okay. You just said my pet. You know, it could have been like a pet raccoon or yes. something. Yeah. What kind of dog You're is right. she? <laughs> she's a uh, a rescue. So I call her Heinz 57, but she's more okay. of a Karen Terrier. Oh, great. Speaking of raccoons, I had a client earlier in the week and her <laughs> late husband <laughs> told her that it was time for her to start dating. And she said, well, how will I know? And he, can you send me a sign? He said, yeah, look for the raccoons. And I thought, what? And she, and I said, does that mean what? anything to you? And she said, yeah, I got raccoons. I live on a farm. I got raccoons everywhere. They drive me nuts. She said, that's so uh-huh. funny. He said to look oh, for yeah. the raccoon. So I don't know if it's a raccoon hunter that's going to come meet her and fall in love with her or what but yeah all right I digress sorry okay yeah so here we go (laughs) I'm connected to you and then from you to ginger okay got ginger ginger what's up with the aggressive behavior she's saying I don't want to be bothered (laughs) I don't want to be bothered yeah so (laughs) You know, like uh, I'm getting ready to ask her if she has PMS, but she's probably been fixed if she was a stray. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. What's going on with that? She's saying the allergies are from the fertilizers and stuff on the grass. Do you guys have a lawn service oh. or are you in a neighborhood where people have a lawn service? Well, we go to uh, the field every day, and they just run around in the field. So maybe it's the field that has fertilizer. Maybe. It's some kind of chemical that she's being exposed to. Mm -hmm. What you may want to do, Adriana, is wipe off her feet when you bring her home or before you put her back in the car. Get some of those unscented hypoallergenic baby wipes and just wipe off her feet. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is... That stuff gets on their feet and then they lick their feet and they ingest it and it's just a mess. Mm. So try that. I'm getting it some kind of chemical. And her her ears are constantly itchy. So she's constantly scratching her ears and biting her, her paws. Yep. Yeah. It's some kind of chemical. Her ears, she's probably got some kind of fungal thing going on in her ears. Do you wipe them out? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I clean them. I put drops in them. Um, I've had antibiotics for them, but I and I've I have her on a limited ingredient diet, which is very expensive, and the drops are expensive. But I, I nothing seems to be working. Uh, I'm getting she has a fungal infection in her ears, not not a bacterial infection. So talk to the vet about okay. getting some fungal medicine. When you wipe wipe out her ears, is it that black, stinky stuff that comes out of her ears? 
Yeah, there's nothing. When I look in there, um, I I clean it out with some, you know, uh, some solution that they've suggested. Uh And I do that once a week and I put drops in every day, but still with the itching. Yeah, yeah. Well, try wiping off her feet. So fungal. See if that helps. Okay. Yeah, that might help. Okay. I will do that. Thank you so much, Julie. You bet. Hope she feels better. Thanks for calling. Okay. Let's go to, let's see who's next. Maria. Hi, Maria. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm uh, very grateful to be able to speak with you this evening. Oh, well, I'm grateful um, you called I'm calling in. About my, I'm calling about my mother. Okay. Um, I'm going to hold you over for the break, okay. Maria. We're going to be back in a couple of minutes, and we'll find out what's going on with Maria and her mom. So stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back. We have Maria on the line. Maria, you still with us? I am. Good. Where are you located? I'm calling from New Jersey. Okay. But my mother Terrific. is in Long Island. What's going on with your mama? Okay. Um, so for the last 22 plus years, my mother has uh, exhibited signs of paranoia and uh, schizophrenia. It was late onset. Um, she's never been treated for it. She has rejected any kind of help whatsoever. Um, mm-hmm. She's not gone to any physician of, since since we I first tried early on. Um, as I said, she's rejected any type of help. It's getting to the point uh, within the last couple of days, it's gotten very serious. Um, there have been some situations where the police have been called to the home and um, they may, in fact, forcibly take her at this point. Even though I've tried to get her help, uh, whenever I've tried to say, can you help me bring her to get help, they've said no. She, Unless she's a threat to others or herself, they would not take her. But it's getting very serious now. My question is as follows. If she finally gets to a facility to get help, can she? would you be able to scan her and say, is there anything that we can do to help her or is she already transitioning? I, I just I need I need to know that she's going to have some peace, or our family members are going to have some peace. We've tried. I've I've tried everything that I can possibly imagine. I, I just I just don't know what I can do for her. How old is she, Maria? She's eighty. She's eighty. What's her name? What's her first name? Teresa. 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 Okay, Teresa. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you and go from you to your mom. And uh, if she's dying, I I don't need her permission to scan her because I'll be able to tell from the outside of her energy field if her spirit's out of her body. If she isn't, then I'll ask her permission permission to scan her and see what she says. So here we go. Comes my lesbian. I'm so sorry you're having to go through this, you and your family. 
I can't even imagine the heartache that you all have been through. Does she live by herself? No, she lives with my father and my brother, and uh, it's just been torturous for all of us. Uh, I try to go back and forth whenever I can. It's, it's just very difficult. Yeah. She's in phase three of the 12 phases of transition, Maria. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, if you go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and go to the 12 phases of transition, there are graphics there. And as we're dying, all of us, I heard somebody say this week, life is fatal. <laughs> I thought, well, that's a good saying, and it's true. But, you know, I mean, he said it kind of jokingly, but I thought, well, that's appropriate and, and, and accurate. Uh, as we're dying, we're surrounded by angels and the spirits of deceased loved ones and the spirits of pets. So her parents are there at her feet. They are anchoring uh, a circle of angels that is is formed around her or started to open up at the top. So let's ask her the three questions I always ask. For those of you that are listening that haven't seen the 12 phases, there's a button on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, where you can download the chart. And Maria, I suggest that you do the same thing and put it on your phone. Download it and, and save it on your phone. And then as you want to know where your mom is, just ask, what phase of transition is my mom in? And you'll get a number. And then you can refer to the chart. And as she's progressing through the different phases, you'll get an idea of what's happening. They they can go back and forth. They could be like at phase six and come back to three and move around. They can come out of the phases altogether. But at least you'll have a frame of reference for that. When somebody's dying, Maria, I always ask three questions. Are you ready to go? So, Teresa, are you ready to go? Yes. Are you in pain? She said psychological. I think she knows that she's not right. And what do you need? She's saying, I need help. What kind of help? In what form? of? I need doctor's help, she's saying needs help. Just, how are her vitals and everything? Uh, we have no idea. I, I can only imagine how bad mm -hmm. they are. Um, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure she has diabetes, very, very <laughs> long uh, chronic diabetes. Um, mm -hmm. And she's losing her uh, eyesight and her hearing is virtually gone. Oh, God bless her. Well, you may want to talk to some hospice agencies in the area and see what they recommend. They may be able to help you right now. You say, I believe my mother's dying. They'll at least be able to come uh, evaluate her. And they, if nothing else, may have some resources that you can utilize that can help you and your family with your mom. The thing is, she won't, even though she's answering you in spirit to say that she needs help, she won't allow any of us to even touch her. We've tried to bring doctors into the house, and she refused. she's, uh, you know, absolutely declined, and they've had to leave without even touching her. Yeah. Well, I would talk to hospice about that and see what they say, see what they suggest. Okay. And it may it may be that you you've got to figure out a way to medicate her so that somebody can evaluate her. She, yeah, she, if she ends up being taken forcibly, um, that's the only way we're going to get her to, to be medicated. Mm -hmm. that's, 
Yeah. I, I, have- I, w- I would call a couple of hospice agencies and see what they recommend, because this isn't the first time they will have dealt with that. Good suggestion. Yeah, I would try that. I'm so sorry that you're having I appreciate your help to go through all that. You bet. Good luck with everything. Keep us posted. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Hang in there. Bye-bye. Let's go to Chris next. Hi, Chris. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm all right. I'm calling about myself this week. Um, you helped me out with my father last week. Thank you very much with um, stage four liver cancer. So, um, Greenwich, Connecticut. And um, oh, there's the sound. There's the music. That's our cue. I'm going to hold you over for the break. And we'll, we'll talk about you this week. So stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. And we'll talk to Miss Chris when we return. Welcome back. We have Chris on the on the line. Chris, you still with us? I'm still here. Okay, terrific. What's going on with you, my girl? Um, trying to make this short. In 2009, I developed um, ME/CFS, chronic fatigue syndrome. It came with really severe physical stuff, but also um, really bad anxiety. And over the years things got worse and worse with all the anxiety stuff um, and agoraphobia and germophobia and it's, it's a lot. Anyway, so I've done all the things that people do for those issues um, and I make some progress here and there, but um, I feel stuck and um, I wonder if you could do some healing and see if there's a scan that you could do if there are any insights you could give me because mm-hmm. um, I need to help my dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let me get you on my radar and see what's going on. Chronic fatigue is usually your gut's out of whack. Have, were you on antibiotics or steroids at that point in your life or were you exposed to mold or anything like that? Um, I was not on antibiotics in any kind of regular way when this hit me. It kind of got triggered by a surgery. Mm-hmm. Okay. So surgeries, they're going to give you antibiotics in your IV. And um, you're full of yeast. You're full of candida yeast. You have what's known as leaky gut, candida overgrowth. And that can be triggered by antibiotic steroid if you're in mold, if you're lots of things can trigger it. So here's the best thing to do. You want to get your gut healthy. The rest of this stuff is going to fall into line, including your anxiety, because all of our brain chemicals are made in our gut. When our gut's out of whack, it doesn't 
the brain chemicals don't work right, number one. And number two, as an, an immune response, Chris, our cell membranes get tough trying to keep out invaders, which is all fine and good, but it also keeps out the hormones and the nutrients and, and all the goodies that our, our cells need to perform optimally. So email me, julietaskjulieryan.com. I'm going to send you a link for the gut biome test. Anybody listening, you're welcome to it. Email me, julietaskjulieryan.com. We'll send you a link. It's for a little bit of a discount. It's a poop test that you can do at home. You don't need a doctor's orders for it. And what it's going to do is it's going to tell you what all the critters are in your gut. All fine and good. Most importantly about knowing that is it's going to tell you what your best foods are to eat. And food is the best medicine for you to heal. So it'll say incorporate these into your diet. Stay away from these, some of which you may be eating because you think they're healthy, but they're not for you. And then everything else, eat this a lot, eat this a little. That's number one. Number two, stay away from fermented foods, Chris, because your gut's a fermentation factory when you have yeast overgrowth. And when we eat fermented foods or, or drink wine, beer, alcohol, kimchi, yogurt, sauerkraut, vinegar, soy sauce, all those things are fermented pickles. Um, what happens is it's just like pouring jet fuel on the fire. So you want to stay away from those. If you're going to eat fruit, peel them because there's tons of yeast on the peel. Freeze and reheat leftovers because yeast gets on leftovers when it's in the fridge overnight. And then get a hold of some nice statin. N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N. Nystatin is an antifungal, Chris, and it kills yeast on contact. So it's a prescription, but it stays in the GI tract. It is nectar of the gods for somebody that has yeast overgrowth. So I believe that's what's going on, and you'll be a lot better if you can address that. Okay. Is there any okay. way you can energetic healing, too? Or yeah, I did. I cleaned the yeast out of you, but as soon as you eat something... You're gonna okay. have it, okay. so you you're gonna you're gonna need to get some nice statin and uh, and pay attention to your diet and see what's going on. So okay. look up Candida Overgrowth, and uh, Mark Hyman has a really good podcast on that Candida Overgrowth or Yeast Overgrowth. You may want to look that up, Dr. Mark Hyman, and that'll give you a lot of information. So you can heal from it and there's no, there, it's no long-term damage is caused by it, but it, it can wreak a lot of habit when you have it and it can last a long time. I had it for the first 40 years of my life. That's how I know so much about it. And I've been, I've been healed for the past almost 23 years now. So uh, you will heal from it and, and feel way better. So I hope that helps. Okay. Thank you. Your bet. Bye-bye. Let's go to Rick next. Hi, Rick. Hello. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Terrific. Thanks. Where are you located? Uh, in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, right on the west side of Lake Michigan. Oh, wonderful. I hear the ice is melting up there. I have a friend that has a lake house up near there. Yeah, it's still frost in the ground, believe it or not. Our daffodils oh are fine. They're normally peaking at Easter. 
Yeah, I asked her, I said, do you have the boat in the water yet? She said, no, we don't have the dock in yet because the ice is just starting to melt. I said, oh, okay. So, well, come visit me in Alabama. It's gorgeous down here. We don't have any ice. Haven't for a long time. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Got a question for me? Um, I do, and I'm not sure exactly how to start, so I'll try to be really brief. Um, we okay. lost three out of our four pets um, unexpectedly, and I lost my, he was a self-trained service dog, and he was very social, and I lost him kind of in a in a botched surgery. Um, oh. Yeah, I've, I've been grieving, and uh, I've been very lonely because I really miss him, um, mm-hmm. but I have an opportunity to get the same breed of Vishla, which is kind of a rare breed. Uh, good breeders have a two or three year waiting waiting list for them. And uh, what, somebody just reneged on their contract and it was offered to me with one of the puppies. And uh, I'm not getting any, any younger, so I would love to jump at the chance. And it would have a great loving home, but a little wrench in that my daughter is still grieving immensely. And uh, we had World War Three here the other day because she just adamantly said that it will kill her if I bring a puppy home. And yet it'll kill me if I don't. <laughs> I get so, it. It'll kill her for two or, minutes. Absolutely. Full speed ahead. Get the puppy. Absolutely. She's okay. going to she's gonna be around okay. the puppy and see the puppy. She's anticipating how she's going to react, and it's false. She's just caught up in the fear and the grieving. Once she gets the puppy, that'll be the best medicine for her. Well, and I even, I even offered, I guess, just let her. I said, just ignore it. I will take care of it. I'll clean up after it. I'll do everything. She just still is adamant that, you know, I guess I, I don't want to have World War Three, but I don't want to miss the opportunity either because it's really important to me. How old's your daughter? Well, she has Asperger's, so she's autistic, and she is 30 years old and living okay. at home with And okay. uh, we always have gotten along really, really well, and it's always been good, but this is really, this part has been really I'm getting full speed ahead. Go for the dog. Bring the dog home. Once she is around the dog and sees the dog, she's going to love it. And it's going to be really healing for her and for you. And and yeah. do you, are you married or is it just you and your daughter? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm married. You have a wife? We, uh, yeah, I do, Julie. And um, I guess that. I guess I was also wondering if the dog, even though I haven't seen it yet, it's far away from me. And um, somebody was, uh, a friend was willing, who was going to be in the area, was willing to bring it home for me on Saturday. But I guess I I just wanted to know that the dog wants me to become a friend as well. I I get green lights the whole way. When you first started talking about it, Rick, I was getting, oh, how wonderful. Yes, you're going to love the dog. The dog's going to be a wonderful addition to your family. The dog's going to be thrilled. And no coincidences in life. The fact that the dog's available and the other potential owners had 
backed out on it. There are no coincidences in life. That's a sign. It's got a friend of mine breeds them, but she doesn't have any available for years. And this is a friend of hers, and they went to a dog show, the Nationals in Minneapolis, and they were talking, and she said, I know you're supposed to give it to the next person in line because there's a three-year waiting list. But she said, I know a perfect home for it. So the lady actually sent her own rules for me. So I guess that's where I'm stuck. Well, think about all of the pieces of the puzzle that had to fall into place in order for you to have the opportunity to adopt that dog. Those are all signs. Those are all, you're being led. You know, it's kind of like the old story about there's a flood and the family's on the roof and and they say, yeah, God's going to rescue us. And so... There's a helicopter that comes. They said, no, we're waiting for God to rescue us. And then, you know, the canoe comes or the motorboat. No, we're waiting for God to rescue us and whatever. And then and then they end up drowning because they don't take the advantage. Those are all signs. You're getting a bunch of signs on this. So enjoy your new dog. Send me a picture and uh, I'll post it so everybody can see it. Good luck with that. Okay, everybody, we're going to take another break. When we come back, who's next? Janet's next. And we'll see what Janet has to say. So stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. And we're back with Janet. Hi, Janet. Hi, Julie. This is Janet. I'm calling from Lexington, South Carolina. Terrific. How are you this evening? I'm fine. Um, I'd like to know, my daughter, Melissa, has uh, a lot of kidney issues, and I wonder, is it necessary that they remove the kidney? If you could give me an insight on that issue. Wow. Kidney issues, like, why do they want to remove it? Does she have cancer? No, not cancer. She's had uh, stone disease, uh, sepsis a few times. Uh, The list goes on and on. Now she has a narrowing in the ureter, and uh, that's what they're they're talking anyway. Oh gosh, how old is Melissa? She's forty years old. Oh my goodness. Okay, so what I'm going to do, Janet, is I'll connect to you and from you to Melissa, and I'll ask her permission if I can scan her. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam heading over to South Carolina. All right, got you, got Melissa. Melissa, I'm talking to your mom. Is it okay if I scan you? She said yes. Did you line that up? Good job if you did. No, I didn't, but she knows that, you know, I like this kind of stuff. Okay, all right. So she's game. All right, so I'm looking at her from behind, the hologram that's her in my mind's eye. By the way, for those of you that are first-time listeners, the reason if somebody asks me to scan somebody else, I always ask permission. I think it's an invasion of privacy if we scan somebody who doesn't know that we're doing it and, and we don't have their permission. I just I just think that's unethical. So I'm very diligent about that and ask. And if somebody says, no, I won't do it, but all is not lost because we can talk to their spirit when that happens. But fortunately, she said yes. Okay. The energy went to her left kidney first, Janet. And uh, 
Yeah. Is that the one that's problematic? No, it's not. Okay. Sometimes the energy goes to the opposite side that's doing the heavy lifting. And what I'm seeing is that one looks diseased. It's kind of a grayish color. Normally, kidneys look pink to me in my mind's eye. So what I have going in is, is there's a vortex of energy that's spinning in there. And it's going to give her a tune-up, basically, to see what's going on there. The right side, looks it looks like raw hamburger. It's just really inflamed. And um, let me see what I can do with that one. Uh, all right. I, I'm, I'm watching a, a new kidney get made for that side, for the right side. So the plumbing is getting clamped off. Stem cell energy, when there's a new organ that's being made, Janet, whether one's been removed or it's just diseased and we're replacing it energetically, there's always a template of the organ, kind of like a jello mold. You know, you pour the the liquid into the jello mold and then you put it in the fridge and it solidifies. So it the mold reminds me of really thin, stretchy saran wrap the kind that you'd see on a tray of chicken breasts. I'm watching stem cell energy fill that. Again, light amber colored gel, has sparkles in it. It Reminds me of dippity-doo hair gel. There's a vortex spinning above it. That's gonna regenerate the kidney. The left one's still regenerating. It's still getting a tune-up. And then, all right, that's done. Let's hook it back up. her current kidney's getting removed. The new one's getting put in place. The plumbing's getting reattached. And then the clamps are removed. And voila, she's got a new kidney. Consider scheduling an hour with me for her. We can really do a deep dive and find out what's going on and what the cause of all of this is. But in the meantime, hopefully that will help her feel better. And hopefully she'll integrate it into her body, integrate the healing. So schedule a schedule a session with me where I can have her for a whole hour, if you would. All righty. Thank you, Julie. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Let's go to Miriam next. Hi, Miriam. Oh, hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Oh, I had a rough week, Julie. Yeah. I went for a mammogram and then they couldn't find anything in the mammogram and then they found two lymph nodes that I got biopsied and they found out that uh, I had breast cancer and I'm still trying to cope with that diagnosis. And they repeated the mammogram, still nothing in the breast, so I went to an MRI waiting for the results. So it is like overwhelming to go through all those situations. So do you have any suggestions for that? Okay. So it's in the lymph nodes, but it's not in your breast tissue. Is that what I'm hearing? Can you can you speak a little louder? I'm having a little bit of trouble hearing you. Yeah, uh, that's correct. What you said is correct, yeah. Okay, I just turned my volume up. Let's see, that's what you're hearing. Sounds like angels playing chimes there, but that's just my volume. Uh, okay, so what's the next step? I had an MRI result pending, 
So um, that, then we have to make the decision. Like, you know, it's like a very unusual situation. So I don't know, like I'm trying to get a different opinion what to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's where I am right now. So, so nobody's given you options for treatment yet. They just want to get more information on what's going on, it sounds like, at this stage. Is that right? Yeah stage and the growth and uh, whether I need mastectomy or chemo or radiation, you know, all those are mm-hmm. so up there. So. Why, why would they do a mastectomy if it's just in your lymph nodes? I don't understand that. Uh, uh, there is, uh, they are saying that if there's, there's not going to be anything in the lymph nodes, there is nothing in the breast, so which may be not visible in the mammogram. So. That's okay. why we did an MRI. We'll see whether anything we can see in the MRI today. So, yeah, that's where I see. All right. We're doing a lymph cleanse. It's already started. Miriam, what happens is imagine there's a pneumatic tube that's in a big oval in your body, and all your lymph fluid is spinning in it. It's a vertical tube. It kind of it kind of reminds me of those pneumatic tubes at the bank when you drive up and you put whatever in that little container and then it sucks it up into the building at the drive-through window. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. lymph fluid looks like lava lamp fluid. Do you know what a lava lamp is? Did you ever see a lava lamp? It's kind of kind mm-hmm. of an amber color. And what it's doing is it's getting the cells and the impurities out of your lymph system. So I'll continue to work on you during the break and uh, we'll see if we can clean it out. It's kind of like reverse osmosis for the lymph system, like what they do to water. So uh, I will continue healing, doing the healing on the break. Thanks for calling. Good luck with all of that. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get more callers on. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Be right back. Most of us have busy lives, and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Welcome back, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 667-770-1476, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. 
Now, this information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes, anywhere you download podcasts. We're on pretty much all the networks. And so just look on your on your phone or your computer where you're listening to podcasts and just type in Ask Julie Ryan and subscribe. And then each week when the new show is posted, you'll get a note about it. You can download it anywhere. And uh, we're also on YouTube and Alexa. So you can rate this podcast and then you'll be entered into a free drawing for a session with me valued at $200. I always feel like a game show girl when I say that. But just go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie, ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie, or just leave a review on wherever you're listening to the podcast and you'll be entered into the drawing and you may be the lucky winner. Calling details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at Ask Julie Ryan. So follow me on social media. We will always post something the day of the show. Say, hey, call in. Here's the information. Here's the number. We're doing a live show tonight, which pretty much most weeks I do a live show, a handful of them during the year. I won't if I'm traveling, but for the most part. I do a live show, but if you're interested in finding out because you want to call in, just just go on my social media and ask Julie Ryan. Let's see. Follow, you can also, uh, while you're on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, sign up for my newsletter. And that's a question somebody has submitted, and I choose a question each week and then answer it. And then in the body of the email is all this call-in information. I'm trying to make it easy on you guys here. You can schedule an appointment with me, and then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you wish. When you schedule an appointment, the key is get on my calendar. You're going to get a confirmation email. On the email, there will be a reschedule button. If you want to get in sooner, periodically check that reschedule button because that will show you when sooner dates and times open up. Before I got on the air this evening, somebody rescheduled an appointment a couple, two or three months out, and they're getting in next week. So people reschedule all the time. And oftentimes you can get in. You've got to be flexible because you might be able to get in within a day or two. But people reschedule all the time and you'll be able to get a sooner appointment. So everything you need to know can be found at AskJulieRyan.com. Okay, here's our question this week. And this comes from Pauline. And Pauline lives in Galway, Galway, Ireland. And she says, hi, Julie, myself and my daughter, Anne, who is 16 years old, got a puppy at Christmas and named her Bailey. She was so special and helped us with her positivity. Unfortunately, Bailey was knocked down and died last week. We are beyond sad. I can't sleep and feel so guilty that I took my eyes off her for six minutes and she was gone. I'm having anxiety every day and night since. I've even asked the angels and my deceased mom to look after our little Bailey in heaven. I thought that was really sweet. The person we got Bailey from has just given us another puppy to help Anne, that's her daughter, but I'm still so upset I can't seem to bond with the new puppy. Can you please help us understand why our darling Bailey was taken away from us? Thanks, Pauline. 
That was heart-wrenching when I read that story. So she got chosen this week. All right, here's my answer. Hi, Pauline. My sincere condolences to you and Anne on the loss of Bailey. As you're experiencing, losing a beloved pet can be excruciating. I've been there. Many of you have too. It's awful. Please know you're not alone. There are many of us who've gone through a similar situation and it will get better. To get some answers for you, I energetically connected to you and from you to Bailey's spirit. Here's what she had to say. She's around you in spirit form all the time. If you think you see, feel, or hear her, you are. You're correct. You are. Bailey said, you think you hear her nails clicking on the floor and then discount the thought, believing it's just your imagination. How many of us do that? We'll have a thought that comes in and we'll say, oh, that's my deceased loved one or that's my dog who's in heaven. And we think, oh, I'm losing my mind. That's not really true. Well, it's that first thought that comes in your head. That's true. That is true. And if you get goosebumps, those are called validation bumps, truth bumps, angel bumps, whatever. That's spirit telling you, yes, you're thinking clearly. That information is correct. I went on to say she wants you to know she's really there. So Bailey, the deceased dog, wants her family to know that she's around them. She also said that she um, that the new puppy was a warm-up for you and Anne. She said her role in your life, oh, no, no, she said she was a warm-up for you and Anne. So Bailey was a warm-up for you and Anne. She said her role in your lives was to get you, quote, softened up and ready for the puppy you now have. Bailey said she sent your new puppy to you because it will be calmer and easier to care, easier to care for. Hope this information helps comfort you and Anne. So Pauline, thank you for submitting that question. I know this is excruciating for you and you will bond with the new puppy because they're so cute. How can you not? And know that Bailey sent that puppy to you. So I thought that was really a, a sweet answer from her. Okay, let's go back to the phones, and our next caller is Arlene. Hi, Arlene. Hi. Hi, Julie. Great to talk to you. Thank you. You too. Where are you located? Lormont, Colorado. Okay. Terrific. Got a question for me? Yes. I'm calling about Uzo. He's my Australian shepherd. And um, I've noticed that he said some weakness in his back legs getting up. And I know his, his sight is kind of diminishing in the evening. He seems a little scared when he walks out. And I'd like to ask him, like, am I, is there anything I can do for him? Or is he having pain? Or is he frightened at night to go out if it's dark? I try and get him out before it's dark. Um that's really it. I really just would like to know because I'm I'm doing everything I can, but I want to make sure you know, I'm giving him some pain meds. I'm I'm not really sure if there's anything else I can do for him. Yeah, he is in pain. He would like some pain meds. He said that right when you were asking right. that question. I got a yes. I was already connected into you and to him. And he said he is afraid to go out at night. <clears throat> excuse me. So he'd like a brighter light that you turn on when he goes out. And he'd really like it if you went out there with him or somebody went out there with him. I always him. go out with him. 
Yeah. Yeah. Always. Yes. And I always um, bring a flashlight, you know, but he seemed a little concerned. So that's why yeah. like, it's not usually like him. And does he like the other dogs to come with him? I've been trying to take him alone, but I've been bringing, I kind of stopped taking the younger dog because he walks so slow. And then I come back for the younger dog. He likes that better. He likes going out by himself. What I'm seeing a picture of, Arlene, is one of those big flashlights that you can set on a countertop, you know, like if the power's out and it'll illuminate the whole room. Yeah, I used to uh, use that. Yeah. Yeah, that that would be better because I don't, I don't know what kind of flashlight you're using now, but I don't know that it's illuminating enough of the area. The other thing is, do you have a floodlight on, on your house, on that side of the house where you're taking him? Yes, and I usually have a headlamp on myself because it's very dark. We're more in the country, so I try and yeah. really illuminate yeah, can... the area, and we do have a floodlight for him. Turn the floodlight so, on. Um, and I walk him on leash. Yeah. yeah, so turn the floodlight on, and I would get one of those great big lights that you can take out with you. And that, Is there that should help. Is there anything else? Like, is he... His legs got so weak this past this past week. Like when he gets up, sometimes he slips and falls. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah. "What is going on with that?" You know, he's gotten yeah. weaker as he's gotten older, but it seems progressive at this point. He's just he's just losing, you know, the ability to operate his hind legs is what's happening. Um, his spirit is in his body, though, Arlene. He's not dying at the moment. Yes. So I hope that helps. Very happy boy. And he's, yeah, that I know. Yeah, I got that feeling. I Because he's just excited to eat and be with us. And that's right. why I was like, I just wanted to make sure I'm doing everything for him. Yep. That makes yeah. him more comfortable. More light and some painkillers yeah. is what he's he's asking for. So I hope that helps. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for calling. It does help. Thank you so hope much. I fe- hope he feels better. Bye. Bye. Let's go to Crystal next. Hi, Crystal. Hi there. Hi, Crystal. Hi. How are you? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. I am in Guelph, Ontario, Canada. Okay. Terrific. Got a question for me? I do. I was wondering if you saw anything in terms of relationships for me. I My last relationship ended, um, he passed away six months ago. Oh. Uh, yeah, just wondering if he had a message. I'm not sure. Whatever you see. Okay, what's your partner's, was it uh, your partner, your husband, what was his name? Uh, his name's Greg. Greg? Okay. Yeah, I've got to talk Greg. to Greg during the break. And I okay. will give you, right. I'll give you a, a report when I get back. So stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. And we'll see what Craig has to say, because I'm going to talk to him during the commercial break. Be right back. Before the break, we were talking with Crystal. <laughs> During the break, I was talking to your—is it was Greg your husband or your partner or boyfriend? Uh, partner. What was 
partner. Okay. So I talked to Greg, had a little discussion with Greg. He he was very chatty, Crystal. Was yes. he chatty when he was alive? Yes. Passionate. Yeah. Very chatty. Yes. So he gave me the name of somebody. He said uh, that you're going to meet somebody or you know somebody and the name is Johnson. So I take that to be a last okay. name. It could be a first name and somebody's called John. I, I don't know. Do you know somebody named Johnson? I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, stay tuned. It's rare I get somebody's name like that, that, you know, a deceased loved one said, okay, I'm going to send you somebody as a new partner. And he said, yeah, Johnson. I said, can you give us a clue? He said, yeah, Johnson. So he said that for you to let people know that you're looking to um, find somebody as a companion, as a new partner, because he said most people assume that you're that you're grieving and so they won't even approach you with it. So start floating that idea in a circle of people that you know. That made sense to me. Does that make sense to you as well? It does. Yeah. 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 Because I I think everybody grieves differently and some people take longer to grieve than others. And some people that go through a sickness or a disease or something with their loved one, they're grieving the loss of that loved one the whole time that person's sick. So when they finally pass, it could be that, that they've been grieving their loss for two or three years at that point. And so everybody knows what's best for them. So he's saying, let people know. And he, He's saying, here's a character. He's saying, get involved in events. And he said, not just girl events. He said, you got to get involved in things that have men involved, too. You know, we women tend to do women's clubs and things like that. And he's saying network in that, but get involved in events, whether they be philanthropic or or for a school or a museum or something along those lines. But he said, get involved in stuff that has both women and men in it. So there you go. Let us know when you Thanks. meet Mr. Johnson. <laughs> I will. Will do. Thanks for your yeah. time today. Yeah. The big, the big thing I was getting, Crystal, is take action. You know, put put those thoughts out there that you want to meet somebody by talking to people about it, by maybe looking at some of the dating sites online, whether you find somebody or not is irrelevant. You're putting that intention out there. And what I was saying earlier, you just let it flow. You know, when we try and control how things are going to unfold, we limit ourselves. So just one step at a time, you're going to be led. So let us know what you come up with. All right. What's that? Okay. Thanks, Crystal. Bye-bye. Let's go to Bobby next. Hi, Bobby. Hi. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Thank you. Terrific. Thanks for calling. Where are you located? Um, I'm very excited. Um, I am in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Near Minneapolis. Yep, right outside of Minneapolis. Yep, right outside. Say, terrific. I have um, a big question for you. Yes, ma'am. Um, my husband Jerry 
he has um, had some very serious medical issues. In the last 15 years, he's had four cancers, and 15 months ago, he was diagnosed with MDS, which is a bone marrow failure, and he now stays alive by getting blood transfusions every week. And, um, you know, we pretty much have stabilized that right now, but my main question is he's been dealing for the last three months with some something's going on in his head. I don't know if it's in his sinus area, but he's been getting these terrible headaches, and it's just like they're not going away. And they've done CT scans. They've checked so many different things, and we're just, I'm kind of at the end of my, our rope, just trying to figure out what's happening in his head. Hmm. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you, Bobby, in Minneapolis, and then okay. I'm going to connect from you to your husband, Jerry. I'm going to ask his permission if I can scan him. And then let's see what's going on. Before okay. I even get him on my radar, what I'm getting is okay. that it's the the it can be the preservatives that they're using in the blood, in the blood bank blood. Oh, for the headache, yeah. you mean? Yeah, yeah. So uh, let me in the blood. Oh, yeah. Before I get somebody on my radar when we're talking, I start getting what I call divine downloads. I'm getting information into my head. And sometimes it's guidance of where to look, you know, where to focus first. Uh-huh. I, I, when I get somebody on my radar, I just go with the flow. I watch to see where it goes. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm going into okay. him. All right. Jerry, is it okay if I scan you energetically? I'm talking with Bobby. Uh, the Bobby and Jerry show. It sounds like Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. <laughs> you guys sound like a, <laughs> you should have a, an act on the road. You love uh, Dean Martin. <laughs> me too. Oh my God, those old Martin and Lewis movies are hilarious. All right. God, They're that. fabulous. I'm, I'm seeing sparkles in his head that are metallic. I I think that may be what's going on. I would check with the blood bank and see, or where's he getting them? At the doctor's office, where are you going to get the transfusions? Uh, he goes to the hospital cancer clinic and gets Okay. Well, I would comes- ask them what kind of preservatives are in the blood that he's getting. Because what I'm doing is I'm doing a heavy metal detox on him, Bobby, and I would ask them about that. I believe that's what's causing his headaches. I'm going to go ahead and get the heavy metals out of him, but it has something to do with the preservatives in those transfusions. The fact that he's getting them so much is what I think is causing them. So, yeah, I hope that helps. All righty. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get some more callers on. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. Our next caller is a secret mystery caller because I don't have their name, but I just have a 574 area code. Hi, what's your name? Diane. Five, seven. Hi, Diana. 
How are you? You're my mystery guest tonight. Oh, that's good. I've been Where on are you located? Last... Where are you? Indiana. Elkhart, Indiana. I'm sorry. In Indiana. Okay, Park. terrific. Yeah. Oh. I've been on here the last three weeks, but haven't been getting called. Now you have. What's your question? Um, how can I put this on there? Um, the third time's a charm. My husband is gone. He died. And I just don't seem to be able to make it. Can you see? Uh, help me understand what's going on. What do, you, what do you mean you're not able to make it? What does that mean? Half the time I don't feel like I can breathe. The other half I don't want to breathe. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be here on the earth anymore. I want to go wherever he is. And my life is just not my life anymore. I just stay in the bed most of the days. I don't even get up. I just. I just can't visualize life without my husband. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I yeah. think it would make, I, I think it would make sense, Diana, for you or someone who you love that can help you find somebody who's a licensed psychotherapist to help you. You're in severe grief and depression and a good place to start is to, Go to samsa.org. It's S A M, I believe, H S A dot org. And you put in your zip code, and people that are in your area who are licensed psychotherapists can help you. And there's all kinds of hotlines there. It's through the Department of Health and Human Services. And so I believe that a professional can help you get back to a place where you're not in the depression. So that would be my first suggestion is to get some professional help. And you may want to call the hospital. Was your husband in a hospital or was he in a hospice facility? Did you have some help at the end of his life? No, they didn't give him any help. That's why he's gone. Okay. So you had no medical help. You. You may want to call or have somebody that you love call for you. Call a local hospital and ask them if they have a uh, a grief group that they can suggest, and that would be another place to start too. But I believe you need you need to be with somebody who's a professional psychotherapist. Can you? Okay. Either. How can I ask this question? How how he was when he died? Can you see that? If he's okay. What do you mean now? how he how he was? What's your question about that? Like how he died, or what was he thinking, or what was he feeling? He's or what was his name? Okay now? Oh yeah, he's in heaven. Everybody goes to heaven. All dogs go to heaven. All people go to heaven, too. Diana, what's what's your husband's name? Willie Joe. It was Joe? His name is Willie Joe. 
Willie Joe. Okay. Right. Yeah. Willie Joe, he's in heaven. He says he's around you all the time. He says you think you smell him. Are you smelling his aftershave or, um, I don't know, did he wear cologne? Something, something that you're smelling him, saying he's around you. So um, you can talk to him. Just say something to him in your head or aloud. He's going to answer you instantly. It's going to feel like it's a thought in your head. So give that a try. And please call somebody who's a professional and they'll be able to help you. That S-A-M-H-S-A, I believe it's SAMHSA.org is a really good place to start. And I hope that helps. All righty, let's go to Naomi next. Hi, Naomi. Hello. Hello. Okay. All right. Oh, wait. Okay. I took you off speaker. Um, I was just listening because I wrote in a question and so (laughs) I was just listening for it, but, um, I guess I have another question, a different one now. Wonderful. Where Um, are you located? First of all, where are you? San Francisco. Okay. Great. Okay. Okay. Um, um, okay. So I have a dog, Ziggy. I've called him, I think, once before. And um, I am just like, I know that we've, like, had another life together. Because, like, <sighs> she's my little soulmate. Um, but I'd like to know if you see any, like, if we've had, you know, like, another life together. Like, if you can, like, look into it, I don't know how you'd be able sure. to, but um, I'm just, like, really curious, like, if we had one or two or what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of dog is Ziggy? She's um, a Chihuahua mix. Okay. So she's a little foo dog. She's a little dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. she's super cute. How did you find her when you first saw her? Where were you and what was going on and what did you feel? I delivered her. And so I held her before she took her first breath. Oh. Yeah. And um, are you a vet? No. Although when I was a child, I wanted to be. So maybe, maybe that's so funny. No, I'm not. But um, yeah, like the mom was just, she was like really young. And so I don't think she knew how to, um, the instincts didn't kick in. And so I just helped with it. And, um, and yeah, Ziggy was like the last one out. And she was born with like a little crooked tail. And I saw her and instantly I was like, oh my God my heart melted and it was just like, that was it. Yeah. Cute. Isn't that fun? How we know our dog, Katie, our late dog, Katie, we were in a pet store. We weren't looking for a dog and uh, she was a puppy. She was just like this big fur ball in a shopping cart. And I said to Tim, my husband, I said, this is our dog. He said, have you lost your mind? I said, no, this is our dog. And we took her home. She was great. She was, she was my favorite dog ever. 
So, yeah, we just we just know those things. So here's my belief, Naomi, based on talking with Spirit for years and working with thousands of people over the years, is that animals don't have past lives. We have past lives as humans, but animals do not. And so what I got was that you haven't lived past lives, but that she's kind of like a spirit guide to you. She's more of a somebody who you're connected to spiritually, not necessarily from past lives, but she's here to guide you and to bring you joy and to teach you things and to have you think of things that expand your experiences here on earth. Can you think of a way that she's done that other than she's got a crooked tail and you saw her and all of a sudden you knew that she was your dog? I mean, that that alone is a pretty big uh, thing. Can you think of something else? Um, I mean, there's just tons of things, you know, like she's just, I mean, she's, um, I always tell her, I'm like, oh, like you, you know, like you saved my life. Like she's just, she's like, has, I guess, energetically, like just expanded my heart and, Mm -hmm. um, opened me up more. And, Mm um, yeah, I mean, like just a lot of little different things. She's just amazing. Like I'll, um, I'll like look over at her and she um, will just be like sitting in the sun and just gazing at me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like she's just, she's, she has like these soulful eyes. I don't even like, she's just like really, I brought her to the vet once and like the person was like, oh, she looks so wise. I'm like, yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm getting is that she's, she's like a, an animal soulmate for you. Yeah. And that's, that's her role is to, like you said, expand your heart and to well, hero worship, right? When she looks at you from across the room and you're thinking, Oh my gosh, this dog just really, really loves me. And, and that that's an opportunity for you to feel loved and to feel it from an animal who isn't, gonna break your heart or isn't gonna you know disappoint you in any way like sometimes humans can do in relationships so she's your she's your animal she's your animal soulmate is what i'm getting hope that helps thanks for calling give her a hug for us okay everybody another break we'll be right back you're listening to the ask julie ryan show so stay with us Welcome back. Our next color is Rosa. Hi, Rosa. Hi, Rosa. Are you with us? Hello, Rosa. Okay. Well, maybe not. Okay. Let's go to, I've got somebody named Eva. Hi, Eva. 
Eva or Eva? Hi. Eva. All right. Well, and then I've got somebody who is, I don't have your name on my dashboard, but it's 574 area code. What's your name? What's your first name? I'm an astrologer. We look for these types of transits. I don't know what that is. I have no idea. Okay. Well, maybe fourth time's a charm. How about Rena? Hi, Rena. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Yes. We, do you remember we talked yesterday? Yes, I do. Please tell everybody where you're located. Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis. Memphis. Tennessee. Yes. Got a quick question for me? Well, I do. Um, I was wondering if you could tell me, I, I know we talked about glaucoma, arthritis, uh, ringing in the ears, but why does one's arms and hands go numb when you're sleeping? Is that hmm. something, I have no idea. They just, you know, in the middle of the night, I have to get up and shake my hands. and That's uh, a nerve thing going on. That's a, a nerve, nerve thing. Uh -huh. Are you sleeping on your on your one side and it all the time and it goes numb? I think so, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Get a body pillow, Rena, and uh, lay it next to you, and uh, that sometimes can keep you from rolling over on your side. And see if that helps. If that makes a difference. Which side is bothering you? Is it your left side or your right side? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not You're not sure. sure which side goes numb? No, both go numb. Both, both my, go both numb. Go numb in my arms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. I, I was getting that it's more on your right side. Do you sleep on your right side? I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. Get one of those body pillows. Do you know what I'm talking about? They're long and... I do. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, get get um, one of those and okay. see if that helps with that. Um, you're having a, a neurological thing going on. Have you talked to a doctor about it? No, I have not. Yeah. No. What I'm doing is I'm roto-rootering your nerves out of your neck, going down your shoulders and both arms. So... Hopefully, imagine there's a little tiny corkscrew that's it's like yeah. double barreled. It's happening on the same at the same time on both sides and it's spinning going through those nerves. Imagine the nerves are tubes and it's spinning through there to clean those out. And then I'm irrigating them and then pouring stem cell energy in there to regenerate them. You, have you had any problems with your neck or your upper back? With back pain or neck pain? Tension. You know, you did say I had COVID yesterday, and mm. um, and then I was tested and I did have it. I do have it. So I know I can um, see it when I scanned you, you yesterday on our private call. Um, yeah, but but we forced it out of you. You're fine. You're going to be good on that. That's not going to cause any problems. Are you um in favor of monoclonal antibodies? Absolutely. Yeah. Ivermectin too and hydroxychloroquine. Yep. Vitamin C, zinc, D3, oh. K2. Yep. 
Take all those vitamins. Um, You know, vitamin C cured polio. Vitamin C takes care of COVID. Take take vitamin C and zinc. You want to take zinc with it. Thousand of C, fifty of zinc, three times a day. Okay, I have to just revisit to see my little dog. And you said something goes in and out of the top of her head. And I was so sick yesterday. I think I forgot almost everything we talked about. No. Yeah. But we'll have to do that another time on another on another private call. So I hope you feel better. Vitamin C and zinc, my girl. D three, K two, ten thousand IUs of D three, K two, and get some sunshine on your body too, and that'll help you feel better. So you'll you'll heal fine. You'll be fine. Okay. Thanks for calling, Rena. Bye. All right, everybody, that's it for this week. What a delight to be with all of you, as usual, on Thursday nights. Next week, please, if you've got a question, call in. It's so fun to see who calls and to see what questions you ask. And uh, anything that you need to know about me, just go to AskJulieRyan.com. There's links there to my blogs, to my podcasts. You can find my podcasts anywhere you download podcasts and uh, on YouTube, on Alexa, all of that. And what else? My books are there. Follow me on social media at Ask Julie Ryan. And just, I go back and forth with my followers. I post stuff, they send me notes, I respond. It's a lot of fun. So if you're not following me on Instagram or, or Facebook or Twitter, please do so. With that, have a great week, everybody. Sending you lots of love from Sweet Home, Alabama. I'll see you next week. Take care. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.